to I'm Trying the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and it's a pleasure, as always, to have you here listening. If you're an OG, welcome back. If you're new, hi, hello. It's a pleasure to have you here. This show has evolved so much over the past few years, and recently, you may have seen that I also started another podcast. (laughs) I've been talking about this for years now, how I'd love to have a co-host and somebody on the mic with me, and that, that dream, that vision, that manifestation finally came to life just about a month ago with one of my long-standing first Instagram friends, uh, Jordan. Well, she's married now, so Jordan friendly. But it's been, it's just been such a delight. I think I really needed a project and something fun to work on that was new and invigorating and with somebody else. I've done so many things in my life on my own. Um, it's sort of that like strong woman archetype that I try to take on and I'm really trying to lessen where it's I don't have to do everything on my own. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to collaborate and it's okay to co-create with somebody. And it's just been so freeing and fun to have this project that we're both responsible for showing up for, you know, week by week and we have our tasks and our responsibilities that we split amongst each other. But it's just so fun to connect and be able to create together and be in this flow state as we record. And she's better with social media and graphics and imagery. So she does that side. And I'm more of the wordsmith. So I do the editing and sort of create titles and all that jazz. And it's just been so fun and has shown me that, I don't know, I think I've always had this mindset that I'm like a lone wolf, a loner, you know, like I got to do things on my own and nobody really kind of gets me. And it's just, it's bullshit. It's utter bullshit. And I feel so grateful to have a friend that I, to have many friends, so many friends in life that I feel this connection to that I could create something with. And there's multiple other friends and opportunities on the horizon that I think I will be able to co-create with and collaborate with. And it's just so neat to find the joy in this because it's something I've never really done before. I've just always done it on my own. So I'll, where was I even going with that? I don't know, but oh, because I was talking about the show, evolution, change, stuff like that. So yes, that is one thing where I'm now trying to figure out what does that mean for this show because not going to lie, initially I was just feeling burnt out <laughs> by doing this on my own over and over time and time again and just never really feeling the spark like I'd, I'd be, feel the spark for a while then I'd flicker out then I'd feel it again then I'd flicker out and honestly maybe that's just normal and maybe that's a sign to me that I need to do seasons but whatever it is since doing the co-hosting with Jordan for our podcast here and there which 10 out of 10 recommend you listen to for some more fun back and forth banter but I don't know I think you know I hadn't recorded for this one in two three weeks and it just hit me tonight I kind of missed it you know as much as I do love having a co-host and doing that show where it's back and forth convo I think these episodes have really shifted over the past few months into these solo episodes have shifted into what I would deem as so almost like soul speak which is where I don't really plan ahead I might have a few topics or ideas things I want to cover but Otherwise, I just get behind this mic and I sort of let my soul lead. And sometimes that's a little scary. (laughs) And afterwards, when I feel like I've blacked out during the episode recording, I think, what the fuck did I just say? But then I listen back and I'm like, hmm, 
that's some good stuff. <laughs> so I think for now I'm going to keep with it. Maybe it'll be bi-weekly. Who knows? But regardless, if if you're here for the show, just know it'll be around. I'm not sure the consistency and when it will be, but if you're following, if you're subscribed, you'll see that new episode pop up in your inbox and it'll be like a pleasant little surprise present. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's that. But I'm coming at you tonight. It's a Friday here in Austin. Huge storm rolling through right now. I'm bundled up in my bedroom, candle flickering, watching the storm pass, and decided, let's record a solo. Let's let's let the soul speak, you know? Anyways, wanted to come on here just to chat about, I guess, recent things that have been going on because that just always seems to resonate most. And honestly, I think a lot of us are on a similar wavelength more than we even realize. So let's just go for it. And maybe you'll hear some aesthetically pleasing thunder rumbling in the background or the flicker of my candle (laughs) or nothing at all. Who knows? Anywho, uh, lately I've been feeling the pull to poetry again, which is kind of funny. I have always considered myself a wordsmith and words to be my form of creation and expression they just click with me not all the time there are plenty of times I'm stumbling fool for words but when I'm in flow and I think really connected to myself I don't know I just speak words that I'm later thinking where did those come from and who said that because it doesn't sound like me but they're there and every now and then probably a couple times a year actually I'll go through these phases where it's that same phenomena to an extreme and it'll just be days on end when in where I have these words flowing and stumbling through my mind and it's not it's almost just it's complete inco- completely incoherent but I'll just pick up my phone and start typing words that are in my head and before I know it I've written out like pages of poems in my notes app and it's in the moment I always think that makes zero sense what am I saying this is shit and I forget about it And then a couple weeks later, I'll go back to the poems and think, wow, I was channeling some good stuff right there. And so it's always fun. I'm trying to be more present with the process and just let myself flow with it and not overthink them, just write what comes out. And then in a few weeks from now, I can reevaluate whether I want to share or not. But there was this one that I thought I might share with you all here today as It's an interesting experience I've been having lately in which, so this isn't recent, this has always been the case, in which I struggle with sleeping. Growing up, I had a lot of night terrors, specifically around like my mom and things that were going on in life and death and scary, scary stuff for a kid. You know, we all have nightmares and such, but these were were like night terrors. Uh, I got to the point where I couldn't sleep at night unless like my mom was beside me because a lot of the dreams were bad things happening to her when she was like really sick whatever and so up until she time she passed I was 10 years old and I still had to have her sleep in my bed because I had such bad night terrors and I'd wake up like crying and screaming and yeah it was bad (laughs) um but I think after that you know I just when I'm in my days of eating disordered and all that type of stuff, I, my body was so exhausted that I would just pass out at night and I would sleep through because I was undernourishing myself and overworking myself. Of course, to a point, you know, at some point I wasn't, my body didn't have enough energy and I'd wake up all throughout the night because I was like so hungry, whatever. That's another story. But 
Regardless, I've always struggled with sleep. And in recent years, I've done so much to work on my wellness and my sleep routine regimen, whatever it might be. But there's just still something that is constantly like agitating me. You know, I'll have like a week of good sleep and then I just go through another week where it's, I'm just tossing and turning. And lately it's been almost having these like super vivid night terrors again. And I've read some places that the more you connect with your intuition and like the more you sort of develop on a spiritual energetic level, you can have these more vivid night images and scenes. And I don't know if it's that or if it's like a hormone thing. I don't know what the fuck it is, but the sleep has not been well for a couple months now. And I really do think it's having this impact on me. But recently it's been especially challenging and I wake up in the state where I just feel so disoriented. I just, I don't feel like myself. I wake up and I feel like my nervous system is running at 100 miles per hour and I'm trying to take these like deep breath, like breathe in super deeply and I just, it's kind of scary in that like I'll feel like I have to ground myself and saying like, it's okay, you're okay, like Emily, Emily, you're here, you're here, like it's, it's like I'm soothing myself the same way that like a partner or somebody that is sleeping in your bed with you would soothe you when you wake up from a nightmare or a night terror. And sometimes I remember what I was seeing or envisioning in my mind while sleeping and tossing and turning. And other times I don't. But the other morning when that happened, I woke up and I was just in such a panic. Like, I don't even know what. And I grabbed my phone and I just start typing poems and this is this is one that I wrote with it, but it goes, tripping between here and there, I fall into sleep riddled with scenes beyond my world, shaking me awake as it all crumbles, and I gasp for breath, hand on my heart, it's okay, I am here, me for me, I am Emily. And it's just honestly how I've been feeling this wild sensation of troubled sleep lately, waking up and having to console and soothe myself and remind me like, you're okay, you're here, like, look myself in the eyes in the mirror, take a cold shower, do these little practices that are for my wellness, but are also just to honestly ground me and, like, try to calm me down after these sleeps, and I just, I don't know, it's so wild, and it feels like a sort of detachment, and I don't really know what's happening with it, but yeah, here's another poem, actually, I was just scrolling, and I don't know this one maybe kind of relates but it goes there are times i feel so distant as if the sky is not above and the earth is not below all bearings lost as my sense of self fragments i look around with clouded eyes my sense is going numb what is this and who am i is there any point it makes my heart cold and my body detach fire of my soul dwindling until i pull in the air around me a breath to reignite the flicker within sweet energy surging from head to toe my spirits grounds down and i feel the settling in Clear eyes, clear senses, tingling in my body. I look with wide eyes at what was just moments ago, an emptying abyss, void of color. Now a vibrant kaleidoscope, showing me the truth in the present. I am here, I am whole, I am grounded. Reflected back to me, breathe in, breathe out, I am here. And honestly, I don't know if that will relate with anybody, but it's kind of fun to share these poems that I write. So thank you for listening. <laughs> but... Yeah, I mean, I've talked about this on the podcast before, and I actually assume some of you will resonate, but it is this struggle that I get, you know, from time to time in which I do just feel so detached from my mind or my body or my soul, and I'm doing all this work to 
work on that and feel more grounded and whole and present in my life. And I know I'm getting closer and closer. There's definite been improvements, but it's just scary at times. And especially when you live alone and you just maybe like you're not maybe near family or, you know, it's a busy time of life. You're not always with your friends and it just can be a lot. And I lately have just been thinking how nice it will be and would be to have someone there to ground me and be of support in these moments and times. And I mean, I have Timber and the cats and they definitely keep me grounded. Like I can only imagine if I didn't have them, (laughs) I would be one flighty gal. Like I'd be living in the clouds 24 seven. They just ground me because I have a lot of responsibilities to take care of them. They cause me frustration, which honestly keeps me from going like too far off in the clouds. And I don't know, it just, there are multiple aspects of my life that kind of keep me here and there, but it's, I don't know, it's just interesting. And maybe that's all I have to say on it. Maybe I'll just keep it at that, but I'm curious about it all. And if you've felt similar or had similar experiences in the past, like I'm definitely curious to hear how you worked through it or what it felt like to you or what came to you from this but that's where I'm at so so yeah in other news I've gone on two dates and about to go on a third date with this gentleman uh we met in a very happenstance scenario and I truly don't know what will come of this by the time you're all listening to this the third date will have happened and I just have this strong sense and knowing that this third date will determine yay or nay for both of us or maybe not for both of us maybe just for me but I do feel that I don't know I just I've the past few months I've been doing so much work on myself and my concept and relationship to relationships and whatever that might mean for my life and I found a lot of clarity and gotten clear on things for myself and so I do feel that I have a pretty good idea of what I'm looking for and what's a good match for me. And so far, it's been all green flags with this guy, except for like two or three areas that I just, I know it's really deep to get into on the first few dates, but I think it's necessary. Like I personally really want to know more about political, religious, and just overall personal views on life phenomenons and I don't know why I feel so strongly about this at this point I just I think in the past I've been so swept up and thinking like oh does this guy check all the boxes of like xyz and this and that and just having like fun and whatever it is but I just I've come to realize that's not me like I am not one to just have a relationship for the fun of it just to mess around just to make like a brief interaction like if I'm connecting with somebody if I'm giving them my energy and my time and my presence, I want it to be something that will at least last a bit of substantial time and bring, add value to my life beyond just like a fun little fling. I think there's a lot of times that it's easy to get wrapped up in the fun and the spontaneity and the like quick match flicker, what would it be, chemistry of like the first few dates and then not really get to know somebody on a personal value, moral-based place and then see those differing views really come into play later on and I personally would rather just get that over with and so yeah I think I'm hoping on this third date that we get to have 
this deeper conversation that I personally just crave to have with people. And I usually do have with new friends and acquaintances, whatever it might be. I just really hope to have that and get some clarity around making sure there's just compatibility in that sense, I suppose. And also just making sure that once again, this is adding to both of our lives and it's not just, I don't know, just like a thing and a fling and fun. Like to me, they're just, I need more and I want there to be more to it. But it has been tricky because I have so many walls and boundaries up around being intimate and close with somebody and I've just always found it hard and even with this guy have found it find it hard to sort of separate how I feel about them as an individual and person from the fear and anxiety that just riddles my body the moment that somebody gets close to me like I can be doing so fine with somebody and enjoying my time so so much and then they kiss me like they I don't know they hug me whatever it is and even if my body's responding like it's yes (laughs) I feel this like sensation just take over my mind and my body and I go on high alert and I just it's all I can think about is like I mean it's it's like an alarm bell going off in your head you know and that's all you can think about are these thoughts and voices and words and phrases and sensations going through your body that are saying like protect protect you know run away abort mission like get back to safety and what what is safety safety is me being entirely alone and single and not trying to be close physical intimate with anybody it's just saying like oh i'd rather not try and just still stay on my own with my pets and my best friends and there's nothing wrong with that maybe that's what will happen after this third date but i just had this conversation with a friend in which you know we both struggle with that sort of mentality and she just said something that really stuck with me and she said you know listen you know listen to your body listen to your intuition listen to your cues but also know that a pattern you know a pattern won't change until you make a change until you make the pattern change and do something different and break the cycle and I you know she was alluding to the fact that we've both been in these patterns and cycles with relationships in which it gets to a certain point and we just feel that fear and anxiety and you know the the unknown of like how will this impact and change our life it kind of consumes us and then we shut down and we find reasons why it won't work and then we end things and granted I think up till now every guy and relationship and even yeah every relationship and situationship and dates that I've gone on that I have shut down I think I was ultimately making the right decision but she does she did bring up a valid point in that maybe if nothing else it's okay to simply try and keep trying until you reach a new point in the cycle and pattern and then if things still aren't working then you know end it and I think that's where I'm at right now is that I'm reaching the point in which it's always been like any other relationship at this point that I'm like eh I don't think this is it like too much fear too much anxiety this is this is too much I'd rather just be alone and then I end it And I think there is so much power in saying I'm not in harm's way. Like nothing is necessarily bad about this. What if, what if I just gave it a try for like one or two more dates or for a little bit longer? What if I just do a little bit more to 
reach a new point in this cycle and pattern and see how I feel then. Like, what would happen if I pushed through the fear just a little bit longer? Would the fear continue and I'll end up ending it anyway? Or will the fear start to dissipate and I'll start to see like a new way of thinking and feel a new way of thinking and living? And hopefully that makes sense. But I think it's the same thing with, you know, recovery. There's been so many moments where I'd reach a certain point in recovery and then almost like retreat or halt. And I could never get over that last hurdle, that last hump in the road until I started to realize what was happening. And I thought, what if I like pushed it just a little bit more? What if I took like one more day of rest and no exercise? And it was hella scary. And the first time I didn't do it, I ended up exercising that day anyway. And then the next time, same thing happened. But then the next time I said that, I actually gave myself the full extra day of rest. I was like, wow, okay, the world did not end. Like my body did not turn to shit because I rested for one more day. And the same thing with, I don't know, like mental health stuff and kind of like you get, we get so used to our normals and to our limits and there comes, there comes to be this time in which you have to evaluate like what's, what's an actual limit and what's like become a safety net or a safety limit and what's listening to your actual core intuition and what's just listening to the triggered held on to fear responses in the mind body spirit because there's a difference right and that's something I've been trying to sort in therapy of even looking at like internal family systems so trying to connect with my intuition my most authentic self that is caring compassionate curious like open-minded and filled with like acting from a place of love and gratitude and all these things security safety versus listening to what they call like the there's like the manager and the extinguisher and looking at inner child systems I'm not here to explain it to you I'm not a professional but it was so interesting to just think about and talk with my therapist what thoughts and feelings and actions are stemming from my core self that at the end of the day is so loved and supported and abundant and healthy and secure and all these things that she me they can make a decision and action and thought from a place of like pure intention versus the parts of me that are acting out of fear and past triggers and past events and learned behaviors and habits and cycles and patterns it's just all so fascinating to me and it feels like a lot to be honest to be thinking about all this and trying to work through it not only for myself, but in this case, to see if I can make it work with another person and go on a few more dates. I don't know. It just, it feels like it makes the stakes a bit higher because I don't want to hurt anybody or like lead anybody on. But I think also that higher stakes is what's actually getting me to now do the work because I've been learning about this for months now. I've been saying I'd be doing XYZ for months now to heal my inner child and reconnect with my intuition and blah, blah, blah. And I've done little things, but it's only been in the past week that, you know, I had my therapy session. I've been doing the meditations. Like I've finally been like, I'm so sick of this bullshit in which I can't determine what's my true self and what's all these habits and things that I've taken on over the years and through trauma. Like I, it's just been that higher stakes of like, I don't want to hurt somebody by making the wrong decision or saying something, whatever it is, that's finally pushing me to like get my shit together and do this work. And it's going to take time. I know that. And I think just being open and honest about it is key. 
I also just hit another road bump in that uh, after my last therapy session, which, you know, not going to lie, it was a lot. I put a lot on her plate. I was talking some like wild stuff, some wild stuff, you know, because when you're in therapy, it's the blessing of a vent session with no judgment and they know your backstory because they're paid to. So you don't have to like fill in too many gaps or even if they don't know, they just pretend like they know. So I was just, I was speaking straight from the heart, y'all. And I was saying some crazy shit like dreams and visions and like things I've been feeling, not about this guy, but just about myself and life and stuff like that, you know? And like a spiritual awakening here and this and that and my intuition here and these fears and ego. Throw out all the therapy words you could. And I probably said them in this session. Like it was a lot. And afterwards, I remember thinking like, wow, I'm so grateful that, you know, she's paid to listen to me talk about this stuff. But honestly, like that'd be, get, that'd get to be a lot if I, you know, if you're a therapist listening to this kind of stuff. And I just had this funny thought of like, huh, I wonder if she like ends that session thinking like, thank God that's over with. She's on another level of crazy. Or if she ends the session thinking like, huh, that was interesting. And so then like the next day I get an email from her saying that she is leaving the therapy practice and I'm not even joking you my like immediate thought was oh my god like that session was too much which is so funny and egotistical like of course it wasn't my session but it was just it was funny it was funny to think like to be thinking the day prior about how wow this is a lot I wonder if she ever gets tired of hearing people talk like this and about this type of stuff, just rambling, inventing, and making no sense. Uh, and then the next day, she's like, yeah, this isn't the best for my men." You know, she was alluding to the fact of, like, she personally needs some time away from the practice. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm actually so happy for her because I think it's such a wild job. And I have so much respect for people in the mental health field that her stepping away and doing what's best for her is truly her walk in the walk and doing what she's been helping her clients do. So... So yeah, that's good for her, but also (laughs) I'm down a therapist. So yeah, I think that's enough rambling for now, actually. Uh, Let's let's wrap this up. So I don't really think I left that on any like coherent takeaway note, but hopefully some part of that resonated or you just really enjoy my voice possibly, or you just enjoy listening to me vent about crazy shit because it distracts you from your own crazy shit. Sometimes I swear that's the best thing about podcasts, but... Regardless, I'm happy you're here, I'm happy you listened, and let's connect. If you have any advice, if you're also going through this, if you just want to vent, I'm there for you. You can find me on Instagram at Emily Feichels, spelled below, and definitely check out uh, the other podcast, Jordan, here and there. I'll have it all linked below, but that's all. So much love, much gratitude, and I'll talk to you all next time. Bye.